Create with France Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. This is France Sydney and this is Create with France. We are so good here at designing the life that we want. And I always think about something, you know, our thoughts determine what type of life we're going to have. Even our day, the way we start our day is incredible. We can start with gratitude and happiness, or we can start by going through all those problems that we have. And then a lot of things that we have in our mind are what we call in our world of therapies, limiting beliefs. And uh, many of these beliefs are built when we were really young, when we had early experiences and we gave meaning to these experiences. And then we attach this meaning to these emotions and somehow they affect our life. And we remember this very subconsciously and they affect us so deeply that even our own health, not just emotional, but physical, can be deeply affected. Because of this, today I am so thrilled to have a very special guest in our podcast and her name is Rachel Farnsworth and she is also an RTT practitioner but also she has so many qualifications. I'm gonna wait for her to tell me all but really I'm so eager to have her here in the show because she will be telling us how hypnosis can help us to have a huge relief of many of the symptoms that we have created simply by holding a belief. And so I'm so excited to say hello and welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Franz. It's just a pleasure to be here and it's great to um, have a chat with you again because it's been some time, hasn't it? I know, right? We have to do this more often. And you know, sometimes with just a hint, when there is so much scope, I invite people over and over. And we had a free episode with Steve about, uh, for example, pain to go because it was so interesting. So who knows? Also, depending mm-hmm. on what the audience wants. Let's just see where it goes. But it's right because Bruce Lipton, even well, Bruce Lipton says that your thoughts are more powerful than any medicine that exists on the planet. So that is a very impactful sentence. And it's true. And it, I've proved that, well, working with clients has proved that to me over and over and over and over again. Um, and it's just amazing how, <clears throat> because really you can simplify everything down to five words or less in what's, <clears throat> in what's wrong with any of us. And what's wrong with any of us is lack of self-love. That's it. And the lack of self-love comes from the past experiences where people made us feel bad about ourselves. And so, especially in childhood, and it's because in childhood, we've got very little reference point of life. So if someone like a teacher says, you're stupid, we don't question that. We just wear the label, I'm stupid. And therefore, what does that mean? It means that I'm never gonna make anything of myself. It means that I feel powerless and helpless and a victim and all that. And I'm certainly not lovable in that moment. And so we have to make sense of the outside world. Whereas if somebody said that to us now, you're like, well, who do you think you are? You know, you shouldn't even be a teacher perhaps. That's potentially the um, outlook we'd have as as an adult, but as a child, we can't think that. So we have to make sense. And those stories just automatically come to us 
we don't sort of rationalise the thinking. It's just like, oh, you know, or if mum or dad didn't meet our needs in that moment, what does that mean? It means I'm not lovable. It means I'm not special enough. It means all this stuff. And so we, we disconnect from our inner being. And that is what disease, because it's dis-ease, it's that unease within us. It's the pushing it all down where our stomach issues begin, perhaps, or we just push all the stuff down and emotions are meant to be felt because it doesn't feel good. We don't process it. So those emotions just get trapped in our bodies and show up as physical symptoms. And that's what's going on because you cannot separate the mind and body. The body is the link between the subconscious and the conscious mind. So pain and symptoms are just messages asking you to go within and where the pain and symptoms are tells a deeper story into what's going on. And that's that's what's going on. So, um, yeah, it's, it's really powerful stuff getting to the root of it all. And sometimes, you know, you guys, I hope you appreciate how deep this is. Think about it and listen twice because that is so important. I never realized how important this is. The words we tell ourselves, they really prime us for success or failure. I'm not saying the disease doesn't exist. It does exist. You can break a leg, you can have cancer, there are diseases. But so many have a psychosomatic emotion right there at the base of this disease. So it's that one that will start an autoimmune disease or a problem. And we can see that with a lot of conditions. And one in particular is a condition that your own daughter was suffering from. Would you like to talk about that? Because I know it was also in the local news and even national news. You ended up being in so many magazines. So tell us um, what was going on with the daughter. What was she suffering from? She was suffering from juvenile idiopathic arthritis, which is arthritis in children with no known cause. And she was diagnosed when she was a year old. And we were doing all the things that we thought we should at the doctors and the hospital, you know, taking all the medication. But the medication was making her sick every weekend. She was violently ill every weekend throwing up. So basically we hadn't got a weekend. We were just, she was just being sick. And then by Monday, she was slightly better. So she was back at school. And that was the cycle for so many years, unfortunately. But we thought that was the only option we had. Now it's quite curious how the universe worked for me because I wasn't interested in what I do now. I really wasn't planning on doing this. I was going to training in counseling um, because I wanted to help people. But the training I found you had to do hypnotherapy as the first year so I was going to sleepwalk through that and just do the counselling but actually that isn't what happened I never did the counselling I just stayed with the hypnotherapy isn't it wonderful it's like the universe gave me that pill that I could swallow um and then at the end of that so I qualified in June 2018 and in that in October so five years as we're recording my daughter was going through a flare-up because she'd been in drug-induced remission for two years. So she hadn't had any symptoms for two years because of the drugs. And so the doctor said, come off the drugs, she may have outgrown it. We were so hopeful that that was the case. Only eight weeks of not taking the drugs, her joints were painful, she, they were really swollen, she was got a temperature, she really wasn't very well at all. And so they were saying she needs to go back on the drugs and this time it might be stronger. And both her and me were looking at each other in that doctor's room and just went, we can't do that again because we'd seen what normal life was like. We'd 
with, with not taking the drugs, we'd seen how going out was a, was a thing. <laughs> Is it stupid? Really, when you look, we're not stupid, but it's wonderful, in, a, in inverted commas, how we are conditioned and we get used to. It's like the frog in boiling water, the hotter it gets, it doesn't notice because the temperature's rising slowly. And that's basically what was going on. So we'd seen what normal life was like and they were telling us we needed to go back on the drugs. And I'd got this new skill. Now, I didn't believe in my skill because, you know, hypnotherapy, I wasn't planning on doing anything with it. It was just something that interested me. But I said to her, look, let's just have a session. Are you up for it? All you've got to do is close your eyes on your bed. That's it, you know. And she's 14, so she's not the most, you know, in receptive mode. But she said, yeah, okay, it's worth a go. So I said, look, if we do 52 sessions, if we do one a week, it's worth it. If we can reduce your pain, isn't it? So she said, suppose, you know, as, as teenagers do. And so we had the session and the, it wasn't the best session I ever had, but it will always be my favourite because we were able to get to her personal root cause. And when I regressed her back, it was just, well, I just need to be me. And I was like, OK, this isn't working too well, because of course you need to be you. And then we worked out, we did parts therapy and find out why it was there. And it was there because she needed pain to be like everybody. And I'm like, well, I'm not in pain. Who's your everybody? And so she said, well, it's my cousins and my brother. And she reminded me that when she was a year old, when she was first getting the symptoms, they'd all got pain of their own. They'd, one of them had had cancer. Uh, one of them had got asthma. Another one had had a hernia when she was born and um, had to have the tonsils removed as well. So her everybody was them and actually recently I've remembered that I had my thyroid removed back then as well in, in when she was a year old so I did have pain of my own as well so her belief was she needed pain to be like everybody in order to fit in and when she could see that in the cold light of day that her pain wasn't actually helping her or her or, or them she was able to let go of it and it, she's been pain free symptom free and medication free since then which is five years ago this month October so it's great isn't it and that's my why because it's like oh if I can do that without actually knowing what I was doing what else can I achieve and so it's just that curiosity in me that keeps looking for the next oh I wonder if and yes you know everything has got really everything has got an emotional yeah. cause so after a couple of years did she actually did you take her back to the doctor and what was the doctor reaction yes in knowing that she doesn't have pain yes well the reaction was yes they agree with me that, that she doesn't need um that she doesn't need medication anymore they've actually signed her off um i did tell them what i did <laughs> Um, and it looked honestly, if we were back back in the day, I think I would have been put in a straitjacket. Um, but so they don't believe what I did, and that's okay because they've been, you know, they're down a different path. But we are on the same page in the fact that she they agree that she's got no symptoms and she's not in pain. So that's all I need to know, really. So she's been signed yes. off. So that's wonderful. exciting. Think about the different type of life that we can have oh my gosh incredible because she's trained as a hairdresser now well, she couldn't have done that back then because her that was what she was passionate about her joints her fingers were she had lots of steroid injections in her fingers in her wrists 
in her knees, in her hips. So being a hairdresser wasn't an option. She wasn't going to be able to stand up for hours on end and cut people's hair or whatever she was doing in the hairdressing salon because it was too painful for her. Um, but she's a trained hairdresser now. She, uh, she's not doing that actively at the moment, but she's um, she works in a coffee shop. So again, she's standing up all day. She's doing all the things and that wouldn't have been available either. And so we're not saying that every single case of juvenile idiopathic arthritis is caused by emotion, but many, many autoimmune disease or non-autoimmune disease are caused by these beliefs that we hold. And I don't know if I can catch you with a long memory. I remember you were talking in the RTT forum years ago because you, you just trained a few months before me, 2018, I was in October. And um, I remember yeah. you talked about this guy that has this massive psoriasis on his legs. And it was like, I saw the photos, I probably saved the photos somewhere because it was like this huge angry patch on the legs and it was massive. And I remember exactly what happened. So if you remember the story, and I promise guys, we did not rehearse this before, but it just came to my mind. Would you like to talk about that? Yes, he's one of my favourites actually, my favourite stories, because that was back around, I think it was about 2019 that I... I helped him and we were actually just talking about drugs at the time because he was being told by the doctor that he would need similar drugs to my daughter and I just said to him well you know what I've got this new method let's have a let's just um, I think I can help you more so he agreed to it and he thought I was going to turn him into a chicken you know he was into the stage hypnosis idea of what was going on and I promised him I I couldn't do that um any more than I could make him give me his car keys you know (laughs) it's just not a thing unless he wanted to give me them so the fact is we got to his root cause and yes like you said it was very angry looking skin and it was about being angry as a kid just normal stuff you know his brother teasing him and and stuff and just like yeah any day-to-day stuff nothing majorly traumatic but he didn't know what to do with all that suppressed, all that anger that he was felt. And he went to his mum and his mum just said, oh, you know, it's just what brothers do, you know, deal with it, basically. And so all that anger within him was still there. And interestingly, he broke his knee in his 20s and the psoriasis started at the top of his plaster cast. And it came up in the session that it, it was there to distract him from his painful knee. But the thing was that the the subconscious hadn't cancelled the psoriasis after his pain and after his knee had healed. So 20 years on, the psoriasis was still there. And so when he understood why, when, where it all began, he was able to let go and release it all. Yes. I remember seeing the pictures before Mm, and after. Incredible. Just two weeks later, the skin is healing. It's so different. It's just really incredible. He's got a little patch on the back of his left hand now. I caught up with him a few weeks ago. And um, he just said, oh, no, I don't need this. I'm I'm okay with that. I can live with that. It's so much better than it was. Yeah. And and that's the thing. There are genetic reasons and dietary reasons, deficiency reasons, energetic reasons. And Mm. all together... They get triggered by our way of living and thinking. And of course, when we suppress emotions, they have to come out somehow. I remember when my grandmother 
was describing somebody, so 30 years ago, when she was describing somebody that was angry, she would say he had the bile, he was green with bile, and bile is that liquid that you need, and here we go, pancreas and liver stuff, the digestion, and the bile is bitter, so the bile indicates the bitterness, and I remember mm -hmm. Dr. Christopher, my trainer for herbalism, he was always saying, The people who are the most bitter, they have toxic liver problems. If you cleanse the liver, they calm down. They're not as toxic anymore. It's just something interesting mm. how the emotions mm. correlate with the organs. So just imagine swallowing everyday toxic environment vibrations. So um, I call them vibration, but really it's comments from people, the way you are rejected, not accepted, and just the way that people can be quite nasty nowadays, even in the work environment, in the office, at school, between teachers. And you swallow and you swallow because you need your job and you have to be good, you have to fit in. But then eventually this anger is internalized. It has to go somewhere. So some people will be able to maybe express it with art therapy, with singing, with dance, with somatic therapies, with movement, sports, swimming, just shaking yourself, being out in nature, grounding, tapping. But other people go to drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, mm. violence, mm. gang, what is yeah, gang violence? It, isn't that just anger? Mm. And where is this anger coming from? Mm -hmm. Yes. You know? Well, that's why we do what we do, isn't it? To find the root and release. Because it is all about releasing it. It's about understanding where it came from, analyzing it, and then letting it go. Just like a dandelion clock, really. Just allowing all those emotions to dissipate and taking your power back. That's the most important thing. Releasing it and then standing in your true power, and which is self-love. And it's not running a bath. It's about how you feel about yourself. It's about standing in your true power, being un unapologetically you, having those clear boundaries and feeling like a sparkly diamond of potential that you actually are. That's what self-love is. And all the other bits are just that you, parts of you have disassociated from yourself because of all the, the things that you've gone through. And we have to make the outside world make sense. And when we're little, And very young we've got very little reference point so you know old people telling us that we're stupid or that we don't matter is going to have an impact on us isn't yeah. it so you know we only have like seven minutes so we have to wrap it up so guys we have established mm -hmm. this connection and if almost mm -hmm. 170 episodes in three years of mindset hacks you haven't got this message yet today Rachel and I want to give you back this message because We know that maybe you haven't listened to all the other episodes. That's fine. But you just go back to iTunes and look up Create with Friends and find out the episode that you need for your own issue. But that's the issue. Sometimes we want to completely ignore how we feel, you know, our emotions, but they exist. So there's no point in drinking them away. I can't even speak. Gambling, whatever. The emotions will be there. And the more we suppress them with chemicals, the more we're going to have issues that will emerge in some fancy way from our body, even if it's patches and, mm. and it just, it's just going to happen. So let's say that the person is thinking about having therapy, but we're not sure yet. It's, it's going to come. It's going to come. 
but we want some steps, actionable things that we can do now to to start this path towards healing. Would you be able to share some some steps with my very eager audience? They want to know what to do about this. I think you shared some amazing things there. Like you said, dance it out, draw, write it out, do all the, it just, however you want to express it, um, shout it into a pillow. Um, because what just came to me was it's like pushing all your emotions down. If you've got a, a big ball, a blow up inflatable ball and you've got a swimming pool and you're trying to push that ball down under the water, the more you try, the more it wants to pop up. And that's really what our emotions are doing. So all it needs, all they need is just expressing. Um, and so it's about talking to that, doing some mirror work, looking at yourself in the mirror, telling yourself how amazing you are. Just start bite-sized bits that feel comfortable because talking to yourself like that is you're talking to your subconscious mind or just holding yourself, wrapping your arms around yourself and nurturing that younger you, that little child who felt alone and abandoned. Just remind her how safe she is and how loved she is. And just do gradual little steps, you know, that feel comfortable and just build on that because it's it feels like a foreign country when you start. It's like, I don't even know, you know, I'm lovable. No, but you are. And it's about just taking those, you know, I'm kind. Maybe that's, a, you know, a step forward. I'm kind. Um, I do this well. And just praising yourself really helps. But the words that follow I am are really powerful. So I am kind. I am amazing. Those kind of words. And just look in the mirror and say those words to yourself. It's a great thing to do first thing in the morning, last thing at night, or whenever you visit the bathroom. You know, do it in your head even. If you're in public, in a public toilet, it's probably not. You know what I mean? But it's just looking at yourself when you're washing your hands in the mirror and just talking to yourself in a loving way really helps. And when we try to do that, if we see that it's not coming up and it, we want to burst into tears, that's when we know we need a the therapist to help us because there is a block mm. there, there is something that we heard when we were young or a behavior that is pushing us to think we mm. don't deserve to be loved, we, we are wrong, there's something wrong with us. So that's when mm. you need to contact us. So that's when I want to connect and say, if you want to connect with us, you can go to my Facebook page, Send me a message, go to francity.com, find me. And where can we find Rachel to ask for these questions? Well, you can find me on my website, uh, wellnesswithrachel.co.uk. Or you can find me on Facebook, Rachel Claire Farnsworth. And I've got a Facebook group, Decoding the Body's Messages as well, to transform yes. and thrive. Or also, we can look up where you are in some magazines in the last few weeks. Hmm. Yes. Well, if you just Google search me, there'll be a lot of stuff come up now. Rachel Claire Farnsworth, you'll find all sorts of articles. I'm in Woman um, magazine this week, 3rd of October, um, on page 14. So, yeah, there's loads of stuff. Um, just Google search me and you'll find Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L and Claire with an I. So, um, yeah. So that is great. And so thank you so much for sharing with us the experience that you had, your real raw love and hypnosis together that made this miracle of your daughter being mm. relieved from all mm. these symptoms and being able to live a normal life like a teenager wants to do, mm. a young woman wants to do, which I think that's what we aim for. We just want to live a normal life and 
sometimes that's all it is is a, this emotional stuff that mm -hmm. has to happen so thank you so much for being with us Rachel it was a pleasure you're very welcome it's been lovely talking to you thank you for inviting me it's a great thing so guys I hope that this episode has been amazing for you guys so click and share subscribe share with, with a friend that maybe has a problem and wants some help and they think they have to go and have this very complicated stuff no one two three sessions and you're going to be completely different even when it happens that the disease is going to stay there just the mindset change the mindset change mm -hmm. that makes things a lot easier it's like incredible so there's always hope to feel a lot better in whatever situation you are in so thank you again for being with us and i'll see you all next week take care bye bye Bye, thank you for having me. You listen to Create with Frank Sydney.